Hello and welcome back to my podcast. This is your podcaster Salian in the series Did You Believe? Now, of course, Valentine's Day is just around the corner, about a week and a day, so yeah. Hopefully that you would enjoy it with your loved one, hopefully that you would cherish the loved ones, even if it was your mom or your dad. Or even your brother, it doesn't have to be a lover, it doesn't have to be a boyfriend. It can even be with friends, you know. And yeah, today, since I brought up Valentine's Day, we shall be talking about something that is very surprising and weird from what I've been reading for a few minutes right now, is some facts that are very scientific and very medical about love and heartbreak. Now, fact number one is that love physically hurt and it is true actually. If you have ever felt some sort of a uh, some sort of a sensation of something that is caving in your heart or not just caving in, something that is like a stab or something like that It is, well, very hurtful and it seems that it's actually because of firing the same neurons in our brain, emotional pain can hurt us as much as the physical one. Research shows what does not kill us makes us stronger, you might think, but think again because love can lead into heartbreak and heartbreak can lead to depression and depression if it was not untreated, if it is untreated and gotten worse and someone does shut down, well, not even without depression, you can actually become suicidal. And from time to time, you start having demons, you start fighting with your demons, and you they might win. So, so yeah. Now, the concept of broken heart syndrome, most commonly known in the medical field as stress cardiomyopathy, it is actually something that, like I said, it feels like as if your chest is caving in, and it is because of the heart having a sort of, um, sort of an adrenaline rush that happens to be three times more than the normal one you're excited or when you're I don't know or when you're happy or when you're fun so and that's well that can actually lead to heart attack so please guys um just yeah and if you're someone in the US or somewhere in Europe or any other country than Africa or even if this medicine is actually is actually kind of um, available where you are, you should take some Tylenol, maybe just one pill if you are heartbroken on Valentine's Day or even before. Unfortunately, here in Algeria, it's not sold, or at least not to my knowledge. I have to ask about it. If it is, I would probably buy it and take some because I am actually having a lot of heartbreak so still yeah okay facts number two let's keep it jazzy up 
Fact number two, you can actually make someone fall in love with you. I know, sounds weird. Hang on. Slow your horses, guys. Now, have you ever fancied, I don't know, the guy or the girl that works with you, whether it's next to your desk or even in the neighboring office or someone at the reception or even someone you met outside or even a friend? Well, a friend's much weirder because it's better if you just tell them or, like they say, for someone who has to say something, better say it now or carry it to the grave. No, serious. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But it's true. It's actually something true. And I know I tried to mimic a bishop. Is it a bishop or a priest? They say in, in church. I think it's... No, no, no. It's, yeah, it's a bishop. What the heck? Anyway, but you can actually have it if you can trick yourself into falling or something turning it into something very sexy and very cute well not sexy very cute and very adorable to be precise as Dr. Arthur Aaron said that you could actually stare into each other's eye with several minutes usually it takes up to four and this is something that I have used when I was a kid when I was starting out dating guys and all I used to do that I used to do that all the time and because I, I have giant giant eyeballs, giant brown eyeballs, that turn hazel whenever the sun hits them, it's kind of tricky. But, of course, there's also a psychological test, sort of game, that is 36 personal questions back and forth with the one that you want to date or the one that you want to love or any sort of that. Which is kind of nice, which is kind of cute, but the problem is that this um, experiment and this type of technique doesn't really work if you really want to fall in love with someone, because it just makes you closer to someone at that point, but that's it. So, <clears throat> I mean, you can literally do it for like hours. And, of course, like I said, this type of 36, this type of test, this type of experiment does make you very, very intimate with the person because you literally can ask them anything you want. Now, the cool thing about it is that, like I said, you can actually speed up, probably speed up the process, but still... Yeah, it's not like it's not like falling in love with someone for so long. So, yeah. Now, why the heartbreak? We shall be talking about that in fact number three. Can we blame infidelity in our genes? Um, um, major old studies that was published back in 2004. Now, the study was led by Professor Tim Spector, director of the Twin Research Unit at St. Thomas Hospital in London at the time. The study found that most people were about 23% likely to be unfaithful. However, if one twin is unfaithful, 55% of the time would be the other twin. Now, 
the professor himself who led the study added that the tendency to be unfaithful is based on the person's personality and governed and governed by the genes and the social factor. Now, for those of you who say that and who blame um, being infidel on your own genes, this is something, this is a strong alibi. But at the same time, it's not really because depend that depends also on what happened on the situation. Maybe your girlfriend or boyfriend went cold. Maybe your boyfriend or girlfriend is negligent. Maybe your boyfriend and girlfriend uh, is always fighting with you or moody or I don't know. Or even there was no love from the beginning. It was just physical attraction and lust. So, yeah. <laughs> now, of course, there is not an infidelity gene or a fidelity gene that probably 50 to 100 genes that give us a tendency to respond to our environment in different ways. For example, it may be important for a woman's survivor to be unfaithful who, when faced with a violent husband or when she sees she is unlikely to produce children. There is evidence of for having affairs with people with higher standing or better genes. That is also true. But like I said, so, but nowadays, there is actually a newer study conducted by the researchers from the State University of New York showed that some people aren't built for fidelity. They tested 180 men and women from the DRD4 gene, which affects the level of the brain on chemical dopamine in addition to asking questions about their attitudes or relationships. They found that those with a love rat version of the DRD4 gene were more likely to be unfaithful to their partners. Now, luckily, there is something that is called the brain. And that, well, can stop us from fucking up every time. So, yeah. <laughs> now, with fact number four, they do say that love can kill but they didn't actually say one thing. Love can also make me crazy. Like, it can literally make you lose your head. I'll explain. Now, we keep hearing that there are parallels between infatuation and psychosis. But the chemical processes that occurs in our brain that when we fall in love are unknown to many. It is the adrenaline, dopamine, Serotonin that makes us go crazy in love, and the chemical changes that occur in our brain can be mapped out, actually. Because, well, thanks to the technology that we have right now. So, MRI scans show that the frontal cortex shuts down. The part that plays a role in judgment is basically deactivated. So, guys, girls, please, go a little bit light-handed. Please. <laughs> now, areas of the brain that are switched off by love are the amygdala that controls fear, mid-temporal cortex that controls negative emotions, and the frontal lobe that controls judgment, and posterior cingulate that controls empathy, according to Samir Zeki, the professor of the neuroaesthetic at the University College of London. Ugh. I'm out of breath. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Now with fact number five. Well, this is just a heartbreak, but 
there is also something that we forget how not how to make it last but when the chemistry is right forget tinder or magical order a relationship kit instead huh what okay let's see there are actually companies that claim that chemistry between people is science apparently we've been worrying about the wrong things while looking for a partner oh god because and quotes i'm quoting this is not my speak up to 40% of the physical attraction can be determined through our genes alone. So, that means if my significant other is a brown head, geek head like me, yet my genes say that I'm supposed to date a white guy with, I don't know, with red head, I'm supposed to dump my boyfriend? What the heck? What? Okay, so who cares whether your partner is funny or kind? Go for a simple DNA test instead, and you will know if you are compatible. Oh God, or s oh no, no, no. This is this is gross. What I'm gonna say, or maybe smell your significant other's sweaty T-shirt. Ah, if you don't like the smell, he or she's not the one for you. After trying these options, you start. It's just. She's still gonna spend Valentine's Day alone. You can blame your jeans. Who's smelling the part? Oh, God. Uh, certainly not me. I'm not gonna smell his sweaty shirts. No. No, 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 no. <laughs> God. Anyway, thank you so, so much. Please enjoy your Valentine's Day. Enjoy it with the one that mattered most to you. It doesn't have to be your lover, it doesn't have to be your husband, well, your husband still, it is an important person, but I mean, it doesn't have to be your, I don't know, one month boyfriend or your two month boyfriend. It can be your brother, it can be your mom, it can be your dad, I mean, Valentine's Day is every day, so, and also, love is all around, it's not just on Valentine's Day, what the heck, let's be honest, so... I thank you so, so much to listen and to literally hear me gag at the last one. Ugh. I don't want to remember it. I mean, I'm still imagining it. Ugh. I'm going to have sleepless nights, I guess. Anyway, thank you so, so much. Please stay tuned for the next one, which is actually going to be very soon because uh, it's not that cold. Actually, I'm a little bit resting right now, so thank you so, so much. Love you guys. Bye.